Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry podcast. I am Gemma. I'm Chippy. It makes this year, 2022, sounds like we're doing a crime podcast. Um, I also want to sing a song. Okay. Do you remember me, Mandy? I don't know who Mandy uh, is, but do you remember us? Do you remember us, everybody? <laughs> do you remember me? We didn't mean to have quite a bigger break as, as we have done. Happy one New Year. One was my fault and one was your fault. One was my fault because I got I was selfish and caught COVID and the other was your fault because you were doubly selfish and decided to move. I moved and the day that we were due to record, okay. I, I, forgot was, about that. I was poised and, yeah, I, and I, was saying, I was staying at a friend's house. And I was like, this is fine, I can record. And unbeknownst to me, she had secretly organised for us, for some PTA members to come over for a drink. And we usually record at 1.30 in the afternoon, everyone. And they arrived at... 135 and I was like oh, I can't now go sorry I'm off to talk to the internet for an hour so yeah um no, no. we have a lot to catch up on I feel we need I went we need into a COVID hole and you went into a COVID hole I feel like I don't even know what you're doing anymore with your life it actually made me really depressed COVID Mm. I'm editing this week, everyone. So if it's very Gemma heavy and you think, oh, she didn't, she's talking to herself this week. I hate the sound of my voice and I don't want to make you listen to it. On 8.30 on Christmas Eve, on New Year's Eve, I came downstairs hugging a pillow and just started crying. And Mike went, oh my God, what's up with you? I "I just feel really down. Yeah, a lot of my friends who've had... Covid have felt mis- really miserable, and think about it. Like you feel flu. The thing I think that really differentiates, you know, when you have friends who say that they've had flu but they've just had a nasty cold, but like flu makes you properly depressed. Um, and I, and I think, co- this this round of Covid, I don't know because you had it before and you didn't feel too depressed. You you're breathing. Remember last time you could barely walk up a hill. This time, in fact, such an overachiever that you have to have every form of COVID. I have had all variants. No, I haven't. I have not had. But this time it was really weird because I just felt like I had a a cold and I had done so many tests. Right. And every single one was negative. Right. And then I had a McDonald's and I was eating the mac chicken sandwich which I love, fave. I haven't had one for years. And I remember thinking, oh, they've changed the recipe. I can't really taste it. It tastes really bland. And then I thought, ah, bum, holes. (laughs) (laughs) Better better taste nothing than bum holes, to be honest. And I lost my taste for about a day, and that was horrible. Yeah, I can imagine that would be. A friend of mine lost hers for about 13 weeks, and it was... Oh, no, uh, it, and she and she had it similar time to you first time around, so quite early on in the first mm-hmm. round. And I was like, seriously, first lockdown, apart from the sunshine, the only bonus was eating. Mm-hmm. Like the only joy in life was eating. So it, it was weird. I was like, I need textures. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I got through the twenty four hours was having textures. <laughs> I've heard a lot of that textures, but also the depression. 
Mm. And then I've been speaking to a friend of mine, actually the same friend who lost her sense of taste. And she has had very exacerbated, slightly early, not, I mean, not super early. She's 44, menopause symptoms. So I think there's a lot of that. I know there's a link between COVID and kids getting diabetes. And now it seems to be also, I don't know if it's bringing menopause forward a bit or it's just making the symptoms worse. I mean, there seems to be links with everything. Uh, Yeah, well, I just felt really short-changed over Christmas. I had a really shit Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> we always try and bring the positive and I think when, for the laundrettes who are listening who had a really shit Christmas it would be quite nice to hear I don't know how sometimes when you listen to people and they're like I had a lovely Christmas and we achieved everything and we just all oh, it was lovely but you probably don't want to hear that so Jem had a shit Christmas I had my Christmas was fine because tell us about your we moved I mean the first couple of days weren't good so Joe moved expand Joe moved on the 15th of December Mm -hmm. Uh, my kids were in school until the 17th I had a funeral on the 15th so literally I arrived at my new house wearing my funeral outfit they'd packed my shoes so the only shoes I could find that weren't Air Max were leopard print stilettos so I went to the funeral in leopard print stilettos and a black dress at my new house at 12 30 the funeral started at two half an hour away so I literally like leapt out got back in went to the funeral went back to London um to get the boys to my friend's house and we had a lovely time staying at my friend's house and it was great but if I've got lots of moving tips I was looking at the organized mum moving tips um but I have some of my own which is so my plan was they've had a half day on the 17th I'd pick them up put them in the car we'd drive down here my eldest was like absolutely hysterical when I picked him up didn't want to move didn't want to leave uh I was crying he was crying They've never seen me crying before because I'm emotionally dead inside. Everyone thinks I'm broken. We went back to my friend's house. She had a cake for us and people were there and it was really nice. But then I had to get them back in the car. And me and Ned just basically cried from then on until bedtime. And poor Joe, who'd been here for two days and was really excited about seeing us. I was like, it feels like a terrible mistake. I think we've made a terrible mistake you know, it's all my fault, which I don't feel like now, but at the time I was very much like, this feels very wrong. I guess it feels very wrong if something makes you that upset and your child is that upset. Um, But they're on day two of their new school. My eldest has been the most nervous, but his teachers have been great. And and also we moved on the 15th. On the 14th, I found, I don't know if you know this, maybe do. The 14th, I found out that the school that we'd been told we had places at didn't have places for us. <laughs> so when you move schools in the year, yeah. as those of you know, you can go and they can tell you that they have a place, but until you have a letter from your lawyer saying that you've exchanged, you can't mm-hmm. guarantee your place. Now we exchanged on the 13th of December. 
we've gone to look around the school at the beginning of the November and the teacher had said, you know, we're really keen for kids to from the village to go to the village school and all of that. And, and I said, should I go and look at other schools? And she was like, no, 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 we'll definitely make space for you. So I apply on the 13th here on the 14th, no places. <clears throat> and I just, I kind of, luckily Joe is a lot more level-headed than me because I lost my shit. I've got packing there, packing up my house. It, it was a nightmare. And then I spoke to the alternative schools and they were so nice and they were like, we have places, just do the forms now. We'll get everything, we'll dig out uniform for you. They don't even have to wear the right uniform the first couple of days. Don't even worry about it. We've, do you know what I mean? And I hadn't looked at the schools and I felt really bad about it. And then we heard from the governors of the school that we'd originally put down that then didn't have a place for us. And they were like, oh, we can make places for you, but you have to go through the appeals process. That should have been explained to you. Because they had room for one of my kids. So technically they'd accept one and then I'd reapply for the other two and they'd take them as siblings. But none Mm -hmm. of this was explained to us in the emails backwards and forwards with the school. And by then I was like, actually, do you know what? The other school's been really nice Mm -hmm. and really welcoming. And I, so far, touch wood, I'm really happy that it worked out that way because we went and looked around the school so they started back yesterday. We went and looked around the day before, even though there were no kids there, because I thought it's much nicer of them to look, to see where they're going. And they're like, this is the music room and this is the art room and we have our own kiln so they can make pottery and they do clay and we have a club and they've got a pond. We, in the, on, in the afternoons, we go and prod around in the pond. And I was like... Is it, is it close or far? It's the first, it's, it's a six minute drive. It's not. Okay, so you can't walk it. No, can't walk it. The boys are very keen to get horses and ride into school. I'm less keen. I'm a big rider, but you know, I don't want to get up at five to get the horses. This morning it was minus five here. Mm, Not here. Yeah. Fucking freezing. And I'm used to like eight doors down from school basically in my pyjamas doing drop off. So yeah, that was all really stressful. And then we landed in the new house and we had people coming to stay for Christmas. We were hosting Christmas day. It was a lot. So uh, me being me, you know how everyone's like, oh, we can, you can have everything in boxes. That's fine. Not me. So I had to get like the sitting room nice. And so I had a really nice Christmas in that, um, I was with my family and everyone was well and everything, you know, Christmas dinner went well. There was no bad bits except for the fact that we literally didn't have one day without a social engagement until the 2nd of January, by which time I was on my knees with exhaustion. I just spent quite a lot of the time feeling like ill for forgetting that I'm slightly allergic to alcohol. So I just felt really shit the whole time, but that's because I was drinking because I was like, Oh, everything will be better if I have a glass of carver. So <laughs> if you're allergic, you're going to feel you're literally instantly going to get a headache. You're going to feel sick. You're probably going to feel like you need to jump out of a window. It's not, it's not going to help things, but I only worked that out on the second when I had a day off booze was like, I feel like a new woman. But you're happy though. I'm happy. The boys seem really well. It's been really nice that um, I can walk up the road to my mum's. 
been having nice dog walks every day. Uh, I've already been riding. Do you miss London? I miss my friends. Mm. I miss yeah. things like it's, it's, it's the idea of it almost more. Like I can be anywhere, anytime. You could say I'll meet you at the science museum in ten minutes, and I could be at the science museum in ten minutes from my old house. Like it's not. So I miss that. But the fact is, I could never afford it. It's a very expensive place to live. Three kids. Everything is so much more expensive. And here, like, oh, I've just, you see, I've just noticed there's a, a bird box on one of the trees in the garden. So I need to go and mm-hmm. make sure that's... You, have you got that thing, like, where... Because I've still kind of got it here, where I'm, like, still noticing things about the house that I hadn't noticed. Yeah. And I think <laughs> the fact that we arrived and it was a hurry, and then we put up the Christmas decorations... Usually I find taking down the Christmas decorations really miserable, but I'm quite looking forward to it being like, oh, okay, that's where that can live. And that's where, like, the tree was in front of this fireplace that we have that's not in use. And I think all my vinyl are going to go in there. And I'm quite excited about being like, oh, my vinyl fits in there and it all looks nice. So, you know, there's that kind of thing. I'm definitely getting more, it's nice. I've got, I'm allowing myself to do the nesting that before it was all about just get everything done for Christmas. Mm. And there's a few things that I still cannot find, like my razor. <laughs> I wonder why you had I wonder why you had a beard. <laughs> I'm just embracing it now. Just beardy, the beardy mum. I want everyone. I thought it's easier at school for everyone to be like, who's the new mum? Which is the new one? The one with the beard. That's my I went up to get something from my mum's and I had my my friend Gina got me this beautiful new red lipstick and I was wearing my leopard print coat. And I said to my mum as I was leaving, do you think people will know I'm from London? <laughs> it's like, carry on. We need a bit of glamour. It's fine. <laughs> it's, so funny. it's not funny, actually. It's really annoying. So I, um, I, I'm gonna, I'll have to reorder something for you. But I had ordered you the most beautiful wreath for your front door that should have come on the 22nd. I would have loved that. I know. It was lovely. And then I got a message to say that um, it had been broken in transit. And they didn't have time to remake, yeah, they didn't have time to remake one. So now I have to, like, I've got, you know, the same amount of money, I'm going to repurpose it. But I'm waiting. <laughs> no, for you, for you, for a gift. I'm repurposing it. I'm, I'm going to do it again, but I keep forgetting. Okay. But that's, I had ordered it and it was meant to come on the 22nd. I thought that'd be nice. A nice ready-made wreath. Oh, that would be lovely. If you hadn't have, like, managed to unpack your decorations, that would just be you a bit of interesting. They say it's thought that counts, Gemma, and that was a great thought because that would have been lovely. But the thing is, I had form this year because my friends went to New York oh, and for Christmas. Yeah. It's the dream. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd want um, to come back on like the 23rd. No, they went on the 22nd and they came back on the 29th. Yeah. But um I I, what, I, what I wanted to do for them was get the hotel on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve to like get, give them a really nice bottle of champagne and some chocolates. I wanted it delivered oh, to their room. I just, you know, I'm great. I'm <laughs> being thoughtful. Also, I can't believe you have other friends. And no, no listen, I like the, the hotel never got back to me. So, um, <laughs> so 
I, I emailed him twice. His hotel in, in Times Square, and I was like, oh, my friends, blah blah blah. And I say, you, I was like, you know which one? But I said their names. I was like, they're from England, as if like you know, like because that would help. Christmas break. <laughs> Um, anyway, they came round before, and he, and I was like, "Oh, your Christmas present!" And um, by the way, the reason why you never got one wasn't actually my fault. <laughs> it was the hotel. It was shit. Blame the hotel, Gem. Seriously, yeah. all you've done is have a cup of tea and be like, "What plausible <laughs> stories can I come up with for just not being asked this Christmas?" I've got yeah. my new kitchen. What can I come up with whilst I boil an egg on my new... I Gemma messaged me when I was staying at my Italian friend's house, uh, when Joe had already moved out of our house. And I'm constantly at war with my Italian friends about British cuisine because they bloody hate it. As uh, um, Fair enough. But they've never... So they don't go to like the really... I always bang on about the Woolsey, but that's a really good example for me of like good food that's sort of British right so they never go places like that and anyway the the husband was looking over my shoulder and I'd said to Gemma how's your how's your kitchen coming along and you're like oh I just all I can think about is having a boiled egg and I was like okay okay but you can boil an egg in a microwave and you were like can you I was like, yeah, I'm sure you can boil an egg in the microwave. So I was Googling it and he looks over my shoulder and he's like, this is why I don't eat British food. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be boiling an egg in a microwave. It's for my friend, but she's only, do- she's getting her kitchen. She's not that she's, uh, say so then. <laughs> but then I had, I had Mike go, no, we'll just put it, the kettle on a rolling boil. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that we were having your egg solution that probably would have it might have broken the kettle well if the yeah. egg had accidentally cracked you'd have got egg white all over your element well you don't want egg white on your element do you know what's really weird like my chicken started molting mm-hmm. quite heavily they had a heavy molt this year yeah well, apparently um, yeah, they got a bald bum for a while mm. anyway well, so they started molting and and they stopped laying whilst they were molting. The day we knocked our kitchen down, they restarted laying the day our kitchen was finished. Do you think they were just like, there's, hold up, girls. There's yeah, no there's zero point. We don't want her to be getting whites on her <laughs> element. You know, it's bad enough that she's craving eggs. We are just going to be rubbing her nose in it if we are popping they- them out. At all, because of your favouritism that you've been spouting on the internet. I know. Well, the other one, she's just a bully. She's a, she's just a bully, and I don't but like it. And I told her, like, and then the one that's bullied, you're like, mm. <laughs> like the other two, mm. don't like you. Not supporting you through your issues. <laughs> well, because my chickens are called Ginger, and I like the Ginger's a nice one. Yeah, a really friendly one. Um, and the reason why I like her is because she lets me stroke her and yeah. pick her up. Yeah. The, other, the others aren't interested. Um, ginger, named after Ginger from Chicken Run. Have you ever seen Chicken Run? No, I thought I was hoping it was going to be Ginger Rogers, but no. Right. And then we've got Soleil's a lot. That's oh. the one that Tom named Tom named her. Um, then we've got Foghorn Leghorn. She likes to make some massive noise. 
whenever she lays. That's why we called her Falcon. That's what we call my youngest child. Is it? Oh. And then we've got um, Bobby the Bully. Don't ask me why they're called Bobby. Ben named her Bobby the Bully. It works. <laughs> I feel like girls named Bobby are always a bit in everyone's business. Sorry to any laundrettes called Bobby. You can, <laughs> me wrong. You can message us. Is that Bobby with an I or a Y? Bobby with an I. Like Bobby Brown, makeup artist. Oh, she's lovely. See? But she probably you is. Theory, your theory has just fallen down. Probably, she is very assertive, but also she's like four foot ten. She Have makes, you met her in real life? No, she makes me look like four. Have you seen my streaks? Yeah, I really like it. You've been having COVID and kitchen stuff, but you've been having very good hair from what I've seen on Tinterweb. I've been using the Bleach London yeah. smoke, smoke grey smoke. That's good. And what have you been doing with the blow dry? Have you been doing a bit of curling afterwards or zhuzhing? Oh, no, this was just in a bun. and I slept in a bun. Because sometimes it's very uh, curled, sometimes less so. Well, because I am perimenopausal, I don't know if I told you this, Jiffy. <laughs> Since we met. <laughs> yeah. Um, ever since I've become perimenopausal, I, uh, my hair does not know what it's doing. Oh, do you know what? The move, my skin and my hair, I'm not happy with the water. The water? Yeah, my face hurts all the time. Is the water in London soft? I always thought it was hard, but the water here apparently is really hard. So maybe the water in London is soft. That's one for Google. Um, I was going to say something. Rewind. Oh, yeah. And so hormones really, I know they affect everyone's hair, but they really affect my hair. I remember when I stopped the pill Hmm. um, the very first time when when I was trying to get pregnant with Thomas. Um, and I was having my hair highlighted and my hairdresser, same hairdresser, halfway through went, this is never a good sign when a hairdresser does this. Have you been using anything different on your hair recently? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Um, and where she'd like done the roots, my the something had changed so much in my hair that it had gone oh. like bright orange where she'd put the bleach. And she had to go to an emergency dash to Tesco's to buy an all-over brown box dye because she couldn't fix it. Um, and we worked out the only thing that we could think of yeah. was that I'd start the pill. And, like, that regrowth at that time, because the rest of the hair was fine. It was just the growth in stopping the pill had, yeah. um, had a massive That's issue. I tell loads of, like, I've got friends got people i know going through divorces that have to have drug tests and therefore can't cut their hair huh? that's how you tell if people what? have been taking certain drugs it shows in your hair that's why you have a hair test hair root test huh. have you never heard of this no, chip are you forgetting that i am a, a square <laughs> <laughs> some drugs I think weed, even, 
but I spoke too much of my youth to actually be able to retain the information on it. Uh, <laughs> you, you can tell if you can do certain tests on the hair. You have to have a certain amount of hair. So literally, if someone is going through drug testing, they're not allowed to shave their heads. Okay, what's this got to do with being divorced? Oh, because the divorces that I'm referring to involve drugs and therefore part of the legal proceedings involves regular drug testing to ensure suitability for looking after kids. Uh, Yeah. So I was going to say, I think both of us are agreed on not making massive New Year's resolutions. Oh, I've got a good one. Oh, but oh, yeah. you like a fresh start, and I like—I feel like now's a fresh start. I actually prefer to do my fresh start around now-ish in January, unless it's too long. And mm. I take my decorations down today on the sixth. Yeah, twelve um, twelfth night. Yeah, well, twelfth night last night's epiphany today. So I um, have my my uh, new year kind of starts tomorrow-ish. Have my first mm-hmm. all of the day. And I have a fresh start in September and spring always feels a bit like fresh and new. So I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, you make your January New Year's resolution, you've broken it by the 15th and then that's it for the year. I'm just like every I'm one of those annoying people. that's like every day is a new start. Every week's a new start. Every month. You know what I mean? So I do always try and like refocus my business and rethink about my goals and think about what I like doing with my time rather than scrolling. So I was thinking, what what are your things? Do you have anything? Are you ignoring it? Are you obviously, by the way, you popped up excitedly from within oh, the blanket? Mine's a cracker. Is it? It's an absolute cracker. Am I want to? No, 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 because you already do this. Oh. Right. I was I was taught, I was I had like an epiphany Is when it? I had COVID. Okay. Um and I was thinking about all my like lovely friends, like, all my friends. I was thinking about my two friends. <laughs> I have like a close, Mike is not like me. Mike has like got lots and lots and lots of friends. Yeah. I am not like that. I, I have to have a very small inner circle of people. Yeah. Right. So, so, I've, so you're, you're in my friend circle and then I've got like two or three other people. Cause I had an incident last year where friend circle got cut in half half of them went that was yeah, overnight okay. anyway anyway so I had this epiphany that mo- that every single one of my really good friends you are all the same in as much as you just say it as say it as it is I was gonna say we all run our mouth so like you know if if I asked you something I know that you would tell me the truth. Yeah. Right? And I get on with people who are like that. I can't abide people that aren't straight down the line. Right? I have to have some straight down the line. And then I realised that I am, like, too scared to be like that. Like, I am, like, I admire it in other people, but I hate, I get so nervous about speaking my own mind. So my 2022, and... I actually have already started it, and it, God, it's good. Okay. God, it's good. <laughs> I 
I, it is so good. So what I did one. Yeah, I wrote down a list of values. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's always really good. Yeah. Things that are really important to me. And I said to Mike, if anybody crosses these values, it will have a consequence in proportion to what they've done. Right. And I've had a real life example. I can't go into it because it's just annoying. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm just doing a hand signal to Chippy so she knows what she knows what's going on. And I I was like, no, this does not align with my values. No, and I think and it's so empowering. You may go, what I find I had the other way. So I used to be all all bark and bite and no softness at all. So I was very self-deprecating and I didn't like myself, but I knew that my sense of humor was quicker than the majority of people. Mm. And so that is what I did as my defense mechanism is that I would be quicker and funnier than most people. And then mm. all the perceived slights that they weren't even thinking about me would be dealt with before they could even open their mouths. And then um when I first had depression and I spent uh, six weeks in bed uh, at university, um, it, it altered everything. And I, and I wanted, and I thought, and I thought the reason I have no friends, so it's a very drawn out. The reason I have no friends is because of the way I am, rather than the fact is I'm like you, I don't want loads. Uh, <laughs> the reason and so I've got to be really nice to everyone and friendly and um a cheerleader and I went too much the other way and I feel like now I've evened out but be careful you don't go too far the other way Jim that's what I'm saying <laughs> got to find the happy medium oh yeah I, I yeah absolutely um but it's little things like I'm, I know lots of people do this if someone bumps into me in a shop, I go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's things like that that I want, that I am oh, yeah. going to stop doing. Especially women need to stop saying sorry. It is an automatic thing. But also, one thing that's been really noticeable. So you move house, you move town, you move an hour and 15 minutes away. You're a mum. You arrive at the new house. What do you do the next day, Gemma? Me? Big shop. Go and do a big shop. Yeah. <laughs> after I moved, I was in Lidl doing my big shop. Yeah. And uh, everyone was so fucking nice. Everyone was so nice. And I'm so used to living in London where mm. no one says anything to you. We still do the, if you bump into someone, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, mm. But like, you don't talk to the checkout people. You don't s s talk to anyone in the shop. And literally in Lidl, everyone was like, no, you go first. Oh, hi, are you? Happy Christmas. How are you? Oh, thanks. Have a lovely day. And I was like, oh my God, everyone's so nice. And what, <laughs> it's not I, quite like that where I live. <laughs> no, but I well, it was probably just Lidl in Petersfield. So not, in a week's time, I'll be like, everyone's a bastard, Gemma. But, um, <laughs> but what it made me do was then... I was really, it made me just feel really nice. And I was in a really nice mood. And then I 
it just suddenly I was like, oh, you know how they talk about the knock-on effect of like smile at someone and it makes their day. And in London, smile at someone and they'll think you're a fucking idiot. And mm. the look that they give you whilst you pass makes you go, oh God, they're going to think I'm a fucking idiot. Whereas here, so I smile at someone and you can literally see the entire town light up because people smile back and it's really nice. So Have you met your neighbours? Had neighbours around for a drink. Uh, I'm married to I'm married to a sociable man. I've had to stop him inviting. Is everyone? This is bad, right? Because Mike said to me that his new resolution is to have more people over. (laughs) I feel like we live in a commune, and Mike and Joe can have more people. No, that's why I said I'm sorry. That doesn't align with my values. Well, it's in line with my values. There will be consequences equal to what. <laughs> well, so what's your new start? What's your thing? Well, nothing. I just, I, I was listening to someone. Oh, I had my friend. Uh, I have a new friend. Obviously, just as I was leaving London, I made a new friend. Oh, that's right. And she's married to a. Um, he's a designer, but he's very brand savvy and so I wanted him to have a look at my personal branding and all of that and we were chatting about it and he was like I answer my emails every day and if my email arrives and it's not what I'm working on I don't do anything about it until I'm working on that thing and I was like I'm I'm sorry what I'm sorry you don't respond immediately to everything instantly and he was like no and I thought god I've really we've talked about it a bit where when you're a freelancer or when you work for yourself and you're always kind of working and you always feel like you have to be creating business and you have to be on and stuff and so one thing I really want to do this year is every day I'm, I'm going to check my emails but for example on the day when I'm doing my other podcast I'm going to just do my other podcast and if I get an email about a makeup thing I'm not going to respond to that until when I'm working on my makeup thing so rather than because I feel like I'm constantly doing a scattergun approach to life um so that's I'm going to try and just be really refocused do you have any apart from your values your value call I'm calling it 2022. Uh, no, I bought this amazing book. It's called The Almanac or something. Um, um, the Almanac of 2022. I'll share a picture of it on the Facebook group. Yeah. And it's like basically for like every month, it's like, so the only reason why I know today, oh, I always knew today was Epiphany, but today's also Little Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's got it's full of full of things, and it's like oh, it, that book. I really want that book. It's like because I found out about twenty twenty one in like May last year, and I thought no. Well, Sally, Women with Sparkle, put it on her stories. I was like, that looks like an interesting book for me to read. And like Monday, this Monday coming is Plow Monday. Right, oh. which is where all the farmers plough their fields, or oh, well, something like in, in, in like traditionally. So I'm going to go and I'm going to go and dig over my allotment on Plough Monday. That's the one. It's a beautiful book. 
It's that's so funny. You've completely reminded me, and I'm going to guess it because it's a beautiful, beautiful book. I saw someone uh, last year, as I said, and was like, "I don't want to get it now because I've missed mm. half of it. I've got to get it next mm. year." So at some point, I month- highly recommend it. And um, so that's part of it because part of 2022 for me is I'm thinking I'm going to quit the gym. <laughs> what happens this time every year? Why? I hate I well, I hate gyms in January anyway. It's just yeah. full of people. people. Yeah. But without wanting to sound like a knob. Get in line with your values. My my house is so much bigger than my old house. Yeah. And I've got so much space around me, like fields. Yeah. And I've got so much to do in the garden. And you know, I could probably keep fit, if not fitter doing that than going to the gym well this is the thing that I'm sure I've talked about before that makes sense where someone's like as long as you go to bed feeling physically exhausted yeah and that's part of my thing for 2022 I want to go I want to sort of go back in in like and do some things the in the old ways like remember the old ways kind of thing that makes that make sense Yeah, yeah yeah But I think, I mean, you could also have a home gym, Gemma. The man, we have a neighbour, and literally he has a shed for his Peloton. It makes me think of you every time he's got flashing lights. And (laughs) he's got flashing lights! Amazing! The village can hear a cheery American being like, pedal, pedal, go, you got this, oh my God. It's the loudest thing ever. And he's there in his shed, and I think, You've made this shed, probably during lockdown, you've made this shed. You it's behind a hedge, so you think it's your like private Peloton Palace. But we all fucking know there are lights flashing. It's I, how you can think about anything apart from instant deafness with the volume at which this American is shouting at you is unfathomable to me. But it did make me think you could have, because you like the Peloton app. Mm. And I was like, well, I don't They're expensive Peloton bikes, though. Mm-hmm. You don't need a Peloton bike because you got the app. Oh, but you know what? You know me. I would. I'd have to have a Peloton bike. But I want to tell you, right, anyone listening who hasn't watched the new Sex and the City movie, turn off now. I can't turn off. Are you going to watch it? Oh, fuck no. Right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Big's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I was going to watch it, right? Fucking Peloton ruined it for me. Do you know what they did? Because you know how he died? No. He has a heart attack after working out on a Peloton bike, right? Yeah, not great, right? So Carrie finds him in the shower. Anyway, so Peloton quickly pivoted. Amazing. Got the actor who's, who's now actually, allegedly, he's in a bit of trouble. Allegedly. Is it him? I think. Chris North. I think, oh, I don't know. Google, Google, live Google. You, you Google that while I continue with the tale. He then is in the advert with one of the Peloton trainers. And it's and the advert is basically using a Peloton bike will, will improve your cardio fitness, blah, blah, blah. And, and they were like, he's not dead or something. He's alive or something like that. They, they, and I saw this advert. And I was like, what do you mean he's alive? When did he die? And they completely ruined it now. So that was shit. 
you can now un un come back, <laughs> come back. I never found him very attractive. No, but I I I, I fleetingly saw something on the news where the oh, actresses. Oh yeah. Said that they supported Chris North cut out of and just like that season finale after sexual abuse allegations. Chris North's mm. behaviour on set for Sex and the City was disgusting. I know I was there. Were you? Well, That's the sort of thing that I'd say though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past you that you knew someone who like was like <laughs> there. I was there. I do know Chris. Oh, you, you know Sarah Jessica Parker. Me and Sarah. She goes. She, she said she's one of the mums at the kids' old school. <laughs> God, you see, it's conversations like this that make me in my head go, God, you're a twat. Not about you. Me? No, me. (laughs) Right, okay, what's your positive? Because I've got to go and get the kids in five minutes. What's your positive for the week? (laughs) Mariah's on the... (laughs) Oh, and uh, over Christmas, Chippy just sent me a picture of, like, Mariah Carey's autobiography. Middle, special (laughs) I was like, you published a book without me knowing about it. But then you responded saying Mariah's got COVID. And I was like, God, she knows a lot about Mariah's health. <laughs> Turns out she COVID. Right, what's your positive for the week? My positive for the week is um, the boys being happy at school. I know it's a school. Oh, if, I mean, and also, God, they could come back today and be like, never again. Yeah. Uh, but something that at the time was just the difference between like walking to a local school up the road that you've looked around that you've pictured them at to being told that they don't have a place and it's two days to the end of term. Mm. You know I mean, like there was nowhere I could go and look around another school. And when we arrived yesterday, each like, so obviously three different, each three different classes, each teacher was at the door, knew their name, was like really pleased to see them my eldest one the teacher turned around to the class and went oh my goodness everyone Ned's here and everyone was like oh yay and I was like they've made that's a real effort but it was just like oh they've they made them feel really welcome and my middle child doesn't give a crap about anything so he just waltzed in fine but yesterday my youngest was really clingy had to be prized off my leg and he went in without looking back this morning and was beaming. So that is a massive positive. What's your positive, Gemma Bray, apart from your lovely green woolen shawl? I have discovered in my town yeah. a cat cafe. Niche. Oh. Are you hiring Milo out? No. So <sighs> I walked past it. I walked past it and I was like, it's cats. There's cats in that cafe. What's going on? Anyway, I stopped and it's this cafe that is affiliated to a cat rescue. And some of the cats from the rescue place live permanently in the cafe. And you go in and you pay five pounds just the privilege to go in. And like they sell like cake and coffee and stuff, obviously, because it's a cafe. (laughs) And um, the cats just come and sit on your knee. And it's been, I've not actually been in because I was meant to take, you have to book. And I, I was meant to take the boys and then I got COVID. So I've not actually been. Oh. <laughs> but I'm so excited to go to this cat cafe. Can you message me as soon as you sit down and the cat gets on you and you go, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Stinks in here. Stinks in probably, here. Probably smells. Yeah. Um, 
that yes you're a woman of contradictions I would never have thought that that would be a Gemma Bray positive yeah I love animals I went on a dog walk today and Mike actually said to me are you okay because I'm like (laughs) Hello, horse. How are you? As what passing us, and I saw a sheep, and I'm going, Matt, Matt. Just, just like halfway through a conversation, and I see a pigeon, and I go, Oh, 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 my God. Dog walk yesterday. It was beautiful. It was idyllic. I filmed a video for my Instagram story. I saw it. Yeah. A few minutes later, mouse flushes the deer out, and Magda, bigger than the deer, just disappears for 10 minutes after it. Last scene about five inches away from the deer's arse deer is going full speed magda looks like she's living her best life did she come back i was like fenton fenton i was just like magda uh she came back 10 minutes later she wasn't covered in fenton you're not seeing the man chasing deer in richmond park and his dogs are just like his dogs like herding the deer and he's shouting oh my god where have you literally Uh, gets. I bet all of you who are team big pants and team whatever the other one was. Thong. No, there's team thong, team big pants. And then we did another one. I can't remember what it was. Well, we were opposites on something. But there's also team, have you heard of Fenton? Have you not heard of Fenton? I'm going to put, I'm going to put a clip of Fenton on the Instagram, if I can remember the login. On the Instagram? The Instagram for life can I just say okay. positive of the week? I've got two sneaky, okay. very lovely. The other one less so. Dropped the kids off yesterday. Didn't know the um, routine, so my mum drove so that if I couldn't park or whatever, I could get the kids. Yeah. In. And then we went and had coffee at this really nice. It's called the Long Barn. It's like a lavender place. It's very nice, very sh- mm. like sh- anyway. We're waiting for the cafe to be open. We're looking at the garden stuff and I see this most amazing mirrored cabinet and I've been frenzied about having a bathroom cabinet and it was there. And then my mum was like, it's like we were meant to be there because it was a beautiful bathroom cabinet and it fits in my really dark blue bathroom perfectly. And that sort of thing never happens to me, ever. Well, when I, when I saw that on your Instagram stories, I thought you just found it in the house. That's that's what you alluded to. I just keep finding stuff in that. Well, the woman in the who did my house up got lovely taste. So Joe was. We went to IKEA to get some shelving for the cellar, and Joe was like, "We could get a cabinet from here." I was like, "No, no, no, no Joe. The house deserves Joe. Better. It's a period property, Joe. He's learning though, and he's putting the shelves up." And- <laughs> Are you allowed out of the house now? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm allowed out. I've got to go and get the kids now. I know, I just didn't know. I was was desperate to get out, and on my freedom day, I got stuck in traffic. I was like, well, this is shit. (laughs) (laughs) I might have gone from house to car. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall hopefully speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I can stop recording. Recording. You have to press the button.